This ain't your stuffy, snobby, boring golf show. It's Golf DMV, highlighting golf in D.C., Maryland, Virginia, and anywhere else they travel. It's Golf DMV. Welcome back, everybody, to Golf DMV. Tons to talk about. We've got uh, uh, Vern on the show. I mean, I run down who's on the show, but everybody knows who's on it. We've got Vern. Uh, we've got LB. Uh, man, we've got our own golf to talk about. We've got the um, LPGA U.S. Uh, Open. Uh, LB there in person to watch the ladies play. Shout out to Men G Lee. Uh, mm-hmm. Man, we've got uh, some big time drama with the live. And that's kind of where I want to start um, before we jump into anything else. Um, but you know what? Before we get lost in all that or before I get all- lost in all that, Lawrence, you had said that you've got a couple of shout outs that you wanted to make um, during the show. So let's get those. Let's let's do these, the shout outs right here at the top, at the of, the top show of the show before right. we get lost into everything else. All right. First shout out goes to uh, Jay, who is a. Uh, uh, detailing, I'm sorry, yes, detailing by Jay. If you're on Instagram, it's underscore detailing by Jay. Okay, uh, friend of the show, uh, his family, Sherman and and Tanya and Bernardo. Oh, yeah, all, uh-huh. yeah, all of them, uh, friends of the show and and actually friends of us, friends of ours. Uh, he came out and did my truck uh, last week before last. Looks great. Just want to mm-hmm. give him a shout out. Hit him all up on Instagram. I told him I would give him one for free. The next one you got to pay for, brother. Mm-hmm. Um, and so- I won't even mention because he's got to pay for this. But I won't even mention that he came maybe uh, in March or April to do my car and Sierra's car. And it oh, looks wow. great. And yeah. he gave a business card out to uh, one of our neighbors. Mm-hmm. She wants to get him to do his car as well. But that I'm not going to mention because he hasn't paid for it. Right. <laughs> don't mention it. I'm not even exactly. going to mention that. But it did, it did a very good job. So I highly recommend the young brother uh, keep him employed. Mm-hmm. Uh, the other shout out I have is for the, I met a bunch of people at the Ligonel Wine Festival. I guess it's been two weeks ago now. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I was just standing around with my uh, golf DMV hat on. A couple of brothers stopped me and said, hey, you play golf? And I, and I just gave him the, come on, man. I'm sitting here with a golf hat on, smoking a cigar. <laughs> of course I play golf. Uh, <laughs> no, I just really like this hat is dope. This is really yeah, yeah. Right, statement. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I like to wear clothes that have golf things on them, right, yeah, but I right. don't play golf. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, a couple guys hit me up. I didn't, I didn't get into a long, deep conversation with them, but yeah. you know, I, I gave them cards. They said they would check the show out. So I uh, hope they're listening and uh, please continue to support us and, and go to my website. And you can too, can buy a hat like I had on. Hopefully. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's it for my shout outs for now. Thank you, sir. Shout out also to Coach B who sent in an email about yes. his um, about some Virginia courses he wanted to suggest for the majors if we yeah. were to have a local DMV majors. We'll get to his list on the next show. I mean, there's so much stuff to get to. So I want to talk yeah. about this live drama, um, uh, the live tour drama. So a couple things have developed since we um, did the show last. Like, number one, they came out with the list of players. I think the big name that people may have been shocked was D- Dustin Johnson. DJ. Um, yeah. And I'm, people might be shocked because he committed to not <laughs> to, to the PGA mm-hmm. Tour just months ago, yeah. and then he just changed his mind. And by the way, he can do that, right? Yeah. And so he just decides he just decides to, to, to change his mind. So he's the biggest name, um, you know, on the Live Tour. Uh, since then, Phil Mickelson says he's on it. Looks like Ricky Fowler is going to be on it as well. Kevin Na resigns from the PGA Tour. Uh, uh, he's on the Live Tour now. And Dustin Johnson, I don't think he resigned. There's another way. There's an, something else. That it was not, He didn't resign from the PGA Tour, but it was something other description of what he did. He, he, didn't he um Other golfers off? have, though. Sergio's followed Kevin Nuss, mm-hmm. yeah. and a couple mm-hmm. others are doing are doing that as well. I thought DJ did, but... Uh, yeah. yeah, it was late. I think he, yeah, he late. As of, as of this afternoon, he did... Uh, uh, retire or resign. Or yeah, it was something like that. It was yeah. something because with Kevin Nye and Sergio, they used the word retire, I mean, resign. Right. But with DJ, when it was released, they said they used some other kind of way. I don't know why they didn't okay. say But anyway, it's all the same thing. They're all not, yeah. you know, on the PGA Tour, you know, anymore. 
smart move by these guys because it's like, you know, well, if they don't want me to, if I'm not going to leave my fate up to the PGA tour, I'll just become a free agent and I'll just play tournaments and whether I get accepted or invited. Yeah. I mean, you know, smart, smart move by him. Um, You know, it was interesting too. So I saw this. um, uh, So now the players are uh, speaking out Uh, now, other um, associations like the USGA, now they're speaking out, right? Interestingly mm-hmm. enough, I saw this interview on um, on the Golf Channel, um, on their show Golf Today, where they had Michael Wan, the CEO of the USGA, on, and he made it clear a couple of things. Number one, he says, "I am I am separating what I personally think versus what I'm doing as the CEO of the USGA," uh-huh. and, he, and he said it like that several times to make it clear. Yeah. While these may not be my personal feelings, here's how the USGA is rolling. Mm-hmm. And basically, he said that no player who's playing and live will be disqualified from the U.S. Open simply because they played in the, you know, on, on the, mm. the live event, you know, before it. Um, he says that, you know, and whether they're standing with the PGA Tour or something else or anything, he said, if you qualify to play in the U.S. Open, you can play in it no matter what other events you you play in. Yeah. And, 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 you know, whether you agree with him or not or agree with the players playing this or not, that was such a smart move. Like, like he said that there's this whole rush to, to, to decision-making and whole rush to everything that it's okay to say, you know what, these guys can do that this year, and we'll see what happens yeah, next, next year. Right. Will yeah. live be a factor next year? Yeah. Uh, will people be outraged next year? Should the outrage matter? Like, we'll figure that out. But for 2022, anyone who qualified to play at the U.S. Open will be able to play no matter, you know, what you did. And and he made it clear that the PGA Tour does not, while, you know, a great partnership for the USGA or however that whole thing works, they don't dictate what happens with the USGA. You know, and he, and he made that clear. Um, you know, he also shouted out the PGA Tour with helping all these golf, golf associations, especially the LPGA, you know, through COVID and stuff like that, how golf yeah. really blossomed and gave Monahan, you know, a huge shout out with that. But he said, hey, we're a different organization, um, you know, mm-hmm. and, 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 and again, he was clear, um, although this may not be what I personally think, this is what we as a committee came together. And mm. I thought it was very skillfully done, you know, because um, by the way, you know, and again, we talked about the convenient morality of it all. You know, you know, you know who 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 partners with and does work with the Saudis all the time in foreign policy, Mm -hmm. the United United States States. of America. Okay, so so and I get it. People want to be be outraged about things, but have the perspective or the global perspective or the larger perspective that there are things that are complicated and the country that we all love and 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 and, well, what people say they all love and and support and on 4th of July fly the flags. They do deals all the time and they work with Mm -hmm. individuals in foreign countries all the time that that that, you know, don't pass your uh, morality test all the time, you know. And so if if you're that upset about the PG about these players going to play, then this 4th of July, don't wave any American flags. Mm-hmm. And, and if you're going to wave, mm-hmm. wave the flag, then understand there are some situations that's just more complicated. And by the way, by the way, the PGA Tour, from what I understand, ca- has the convenient umbrella to say, you know, stuff about the Saudi and Saudi money. But their whole thing is about competition and players being true to the tour. They're not sitting here talking about, you know, well, human rights issues and all this other kind mm-hmm. of stuff. And this is why they're upset. And this is why players won't be able to come back no. because of morality stuff. Their thing is competition. So while a lot of people are standing on their soapbox, and again, I, if you want to stand on it, that's fine. I'm not saying anything about that. I'm just, you know, look a little wider, but then also the PGA Tour, which you're saying these players should be, you know, um, uh, loyal to, they're not even talking about the human right, rights issues, um, you know, first and foremost. It's about that competition and loyalty to the tour. And so, uh, you know, let's let's calm down on that, you know. Yeah. And if, if people want to be upset about this this tour and the, the Saudis and their money, and this, this, and everybody wants to stand up on their high horse about that. Then, how about those people? Remember, uh, 
I guess it's been, a, I don't know how it's been, maybe a decade ago when there was a big uh, hubbub about Nike and child labor making their shoes and all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I, I don't see nobody not wearing Nikes in, in, in the Jordan brands. Yeah, right. this is a, this, if know? I could just, if, <laughs> I'm not going to push back, but just, just to rub the other side just a little bit, Claude, I think the issue is, or where, where people run into issues with the sports, because you're familiar with the term sports washing, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's basically mm-hmm. what this is, right? Mm-hmm. And some people are going to, you know, getting up on the soapbox, and they don't understand the complexities of, like you said, basically how money works. It's almost, it's, the world's like a big prison where the gang, <laughs> seriously, like nations are basically different gangs, and they have to work with each other to get stuff done and get stuff mm-hmm. in and out, and money's going to be exchanged with people who you find dubious. That's going to happen. Mm-hmm. But I think... I think this, I think the issue with M- the NBA with Daryl Moore and, and LeBron and that whole situation that happened, going to uh, to your point, it'll be about Nike. Nike gets wrapped up in that a little bit too. Mm-hmm. When you start to when you start to bring it to the forefront, because people go to sports for an escape. Mm-hmm. And so when you start to put, you know, uh, you get your Chinas, you get your Saudi Arabias, maybe, you know, it, uh, even uh, in the current situation with Ukraine, the Russian oligarch, I can't remember his name, who owned uh, Chelsea. Right, uh, right. Mm-hmm. Uh, the soccer team, yeah. Yeah, exactly. When you start to, bring it into sports and and not to make this a larger point, not to make it too serious. This happens with race and other things too. When these things start to come into the forefront, people will, some people will project. Like, I don't, I don't want this with, with my sports. So mm-hmm. in other words, all the money, all the deals that we do with the Saudis, with China, everybody else to keep things smooth. Most people can bury their heads and say with that. it. Exactly. It's yeah, geopolitical. Yeah, geopolitical. Yeah, right. I don't mm-hmm. read about that, blah, blah, blah. But now you have to know that like, mm, damn, like this isn't even like a, a you know, a Saudi backed thing. Like this is their thing. This is right. their, this is their league. And I'm not arguing for, I'm, I'm with you. I'm not doing like the outrage stuff. It is like, it's basically, it's prison. It's complicated. It's, it's yeah, complicated. Yeah, yeah, No. But, um, and, and Phil made it hella hot too. He, that, 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 was, that, that was the biggest that's part. That's another thing. That's the biggest part. Cause, he, Cause everyone can kind of bear their heads on it if he just doesn't, you know, get all loud with my man it was yeah, yeah. And, and just, and just talk out of trash. Um, the one thing I thought was interesting, uh, really quick, if I could do, uh, the, if we can return to our segment reading, I'll read his quote just very short. This is our, our guy, this is our guy, Mr. Juan. Uh, Regarding, quote, regarding players who may choose to play in London this week, we simply mm-hmm. asked ourselves this question. And that was Should've... funny, by the way, before you, like his first, like his first statement, he didn't even re- reference the live tour. He says those who will be playing in London this week. Yes. As if there's just another. <laughs> if there's some, yeah, as if we don't know what it is. Right. We simply asked ourselves this question. Should a player who had earned his way onto the 2022 U.S. Open via our published field criteria be pulled out of the field as a result of his decision to play in another event? And ultimately, we decided that they should not, end quote. Um... I, so I just just before we started recording, I pulled up this story because I wanted to talk about this uh, just you know really briefly. Like, mm-hmm. what are the what are the majors going to do? And then when this pops up, like, hey, they decided USGA decided. Now my brother-in-law Glenn, he had said the other day, he predicted, he said, oh, I think the USGA let him let him go. Mm-hmm. I, you know me, I like to make everything you know crime and mob flicks. I, I feel like <laughs> I feel like the RNA. This, mm-hmm. this is the, this is the commission. This is the five families in New York. Mm-hmm. The RNA and the so uh, look, listen for the majors. You can PGA championship. That's off the table. You know, right. that, that's yeah, off yeah. the table. Mm-hmm. But the RNA and the masters, I feel like the PGA is using all a political muscle to tell them to be like, Hey man, come on, bro. You can't, I'm surprised. They're going to have, and they're going to have to do that because don't think that the, like the RNA and the masters right. aren't looking at what the USGA did and say, if we yeah. make it okay, are you the, P- is the, what's the PGA right. tours, yep. you know, clap back to the masters. Oh, well, we won't mm-hmm. let any PGA tours play, players play in the masters. They this can't is, do that. This like, is the problem. Is the right? <laughs> yes. Where's, yes. where's the P mm-hmm. did the PGA tour 
like flex their muscle too much. Like, you know, yeah. and so I'm just like, what's the, they'll have to, because if, if the, if the masters and the RNA said that these guys can play in, in, the, in their majors, the PJ tour can't do anything about that. They're so, not going to say, no, these guys can't. You said flex. So the question will be flex their muscle. It, we'll find out in the next coming days if they have any, if right. they have any muscle at all, mm-hmm. because if all four majors say, Oh, we'll let them play. Now you've done it because now there's going to be guys <laughs> who've been silent on the, mm-hmm. on the PJ side. It's like, Oh wait, I can go get, you know, mm-hmm. I can go de- get that money and, and come back to play the prestige major. and just play the major. Mm-hmm. Say I'm out. Yep. Exactly. Right. You have right. no leverage, so you've yeah. lost one already, at least for this year. Mm-hmm. Now I do feel like I do feel like there are men in suits showing up to uh, Juan's house now from the PGA representatives. <laughs> I don't know. I'm curious what's happening in the background. What these phone calls are like for Moynihan mm-hmm. and and the stuff that he's doing wheeling and dealing because I know he's hella busy right now. Oh, 100. I'm not arguing. We've been over this subject before. I'm for the free agency and everything else, but. Just putting myself in his position, mm-hmm. I, I would be working tirelessly to make sure it's like, look, y'all can do what y'all want. Y'all can't have these majors. If you if you're gonna play, if you're gonna be in a major, you got to be a, with the PGA Professionals of America. So obviously the PGA Championship is out, which is unfortunately is the the least illustrious of the of the right. four. Um, you got to hold on to the master. And the, and the mm-hmm. tricky thing with the RNA is, I feel like the RNA and the USGA are simpatico in terms of yeah. their, mm-hmm. in terms of their allegiance to the um, the ideal of golf being open. Like they have the right. open championship exactly. in, the, in the competition. Right. Mm-hmm. So, anybody? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. So you, yeah, PGA. You, you what was that big word you just used? I like that. Say that again. What's that? Uh, the allegiance? No, it's, it's simpatico. <laughs> So what you say? <laughs> Something uh, about the RNA and the and the uh, USGA he was on a roll. He doesn't even remember. I don't yeah, remember. I didn't remember. It was a big word. I was like, Damn, I'll, nice. I'll go back and listen to it. But the, yeah, <laughs> no, but, but yeah, but yeah, that's the point. Like, if if it, it would be really, I would feel sad for the PGA that like after all of this, yeah, you can all play in all three majors except the PGA Championship, and then the PGA Championship field is just like the Sony right. Open now. Exactly. No, right, and and, and and that's what they risk. I mean, and then what is the it's other tough. move? Is the other move? You know, well. You you can play in the live and, and any PGA tour event, but you can't play in the in the majors. But they they can't tell and and the you and and um and Michael Wan was was clear like we don't tell the, the Masters or the Open Championship about their field, and no one tells us about the qualifications to get into our field. And so true, true. You can't the PGA, uh, you know. And there's I'm, no way the Masters is going to let anybody tell oh, them what they no, can and cannot no. do. They barely want to, depending on tell them that women can step foot on the property. <laughs> That's years for us. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But, but, yeah so it's going to come down to relationships, I think. It's mm-hmm. going to come down. And so we'll see in the coming days what the other two tournaments where those relationships lie. Maybe, I, maybe. And the, master, the Masters is a big chip. Right, the masters, right, right, right. That's what I'm saying. Like, you need and, to... Give, and, oh, and that's the wild card because relationships, yeah. yes, but... but And Michael Wan, if you watch, watch the full interview on Golf Channel, I'm sure you can go to golfchannel.com to see this. He, he, he was adamant towards the end of the interview how much he esteemed Moynihan and how great that, I mean, but, but, he'd be like, but <laughs> we're going to do what we want to, you know what I mean? And so, and so I think the relationships are important, but there's at the top of this, at the top of this game, you talk about the Masters and stuff, like, you know, in Augusta, there's a lot of pride at the top. You know what I mean? Like even, mm-hmm. even locally, we heard a lot of chatter about a lot of local golf courses at these fancy country clubs in, in the DC area that don't want the pros coming there because they don't want their club shut down for two or three months while they build up. So, you you know what I mean? mm-hmm. And so they don't even so at that level, relationships, I, you know, but but yeah. but but maybe but maybe so. I mean, I don't I don't know. The, the cool the funny thing is we're going to see how it plays out. I just thought that Michael Wan's response was so geniusly crafted to where, mm-hmm. you know, it was like, well, I may personally not believe this, but this is what the U.S. Open's about. 
Anybody who qualifies can play. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's for this year. Who knows what next year looks like? We're not going to ru- we're not going to rush to anything. We're not going to rush mm-hmm. to disqualify players. We're not going to. Ru- but the PJ Tour's got to do what they got to do. Um, and but the cool thing is, it, 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 we're also kind of seeing a little bit behind the scenes about just how connected these things are, like USGA, the RNA, the PJ Tour, the yeah. different tours. But then also how disconnected they can be too and say, well, the PJ tour isn't part of us as the USGA and we can kind of select our own oh, thing, oh, you know, and, but the tour supplies the players, you know, so, you know, or that's the main tour. That, that's kind of the, that's yeah. kind of the problem. That's, <laughs> that, that's what I say. I just, I, in my head, again, in my head, I just imagine like, as he's making these statements on the <laughs> mm-hmm. TV, I could just picture one hand smoking a cigar, like watching it, and just this music in the background. When they go to commercial break, he slams something like, just he's like, just going in they, like the, like it, it, and he's talking week's to his time. boy anthony tony after all i did for him after all after i did all for i him, did for michael the <laughs> next week it's like hey the head of the usga you're going one is um stepping down for some reason right. <laughs> we have a new boss yeah, yeah. it'll go one way or the other either michael wants to step down or this is going to mm-hmm. say the usga just announced in 2024 they're going to launch their own tour called the usga <laughs> tour where any any player in the world, in the world no matter what play. they do Part, can partner play with live yeah. back by live back by live money <laughs> so we'll see how this whole thing plays uh, out interesting though very very interesting uh, yes, lb you were yes. at the uh u.s women's open i watched yes. a lot of this on television by the way i, had I actually did people, too for real, I had to for set real some people straight so i was at a family event in denver um well and by family i mean in-laws um and and, and by the way half of them i never met before um and the and the half that i never met before my wife met for the first time last year so, so it's more and more distant than you keep but, but, but by the way i don't know these people i'm showing up <laughs> And I, y- y'all know me. I'm already a nice guy. I'm showing up as su- I'm super clawed, man. I yeah. mean, I'm 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 helping out with stuff. I'm Move you know, all kinds, mm-hmm. I'm trying to help all all kinds of dysfunction that I see in the background. Like, let right. me just, just tell you this one quick story. So, so the, the it was a guy's retirement party, right? And so they had the retirement party one um one night, and then they had a cookout celebrating at his house like the next day, right? And so I get there, I'm helping set, setting stuff up. It's all good, yeah. You know, I'm talking to everybody, introducing myself, laughing and joking, just having a good time. You know what I mean? I try to go heavy on the charm offensive, right? And then, and then I notice we're having a cookout, and I and but I don't see a grill, right? Mm-hmm. Then I look under the balcony in the backyard, and I do see a grill in a box that's taped, a new box with a grill. Oh, so I'm thinking, oh, no. well, maybe because some of it's being catered. So I'm thinking, well, maybe the caterers bring the barbecue. They're not even going to mm-hmm. grill. It's a barbecue or cookout, but no one. Somebody else has their own yeah. grill. Now, what time right. is it? So I know. So yeah. this is around about, about this week. afternoon. Yeah, this is about two o'clock. Okay, everything's, everything's no, going to start no, at four. No one's four. No okay. one's eating yet. Two o'clock. No nobody's one's eating yet. yet. No okay. one's eating yet. All right, and keep so, going. I'm, so I'm looking at this. I'm like, okay. So me, <laughs> I know how people are. You know what I, mean? <laughs> I just know. <laughs> I know. I've seen this, and so I go to the hostess. Um, uh, Cindy, very lovely woman, very just wonderful person. So Cindy, I you know, um is there a grill here? Because, you know, there's some people expecting to cook out. I just want to know, like, do I, like, where do I, where do I pull the grill out? Where do I set it up yeah. as far as moving it? Like, is it in the, is it in the garage somewhere? I don't, mm. I don't see it outside. And she says, Oh, you know what? Let me, let me ask um, Charles, his, her husband. So she mm-hmm. gets him down and this is the guy who's a child. Like, Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That was the other thing I got to do. I got to put this grill together. And I was like, <laughs> okay. But he also had to run to get the food. And so immediately, so immediately 
He says, hey, Rick, can you put the um the grill together for, you know, blah, blah, blah. so I was like, yep, let's anybody from Sizzle, I can open this box. So I go to work. And of course, the there's like, you shouldn't do it. Don't do it. I was like, I'm not going to not do this. So I can say, right. what am I going to tell him? No, I'm right. going to tell the guy who's retired at this party and, and he's acting with the grill. So like, I won't put it together. So then two, so here's another interesting thing. So two of her cousins who live here in the DMV, who I help with all, they cater a lot of stuff. And so I help them out with some stuff. They come over, like, oh, let's help you, we're going to help you put this grill together. So we, long story short, we put the grill together in about 35, 40 minutes. You know what I mean? Um, with, you know, with all three of us. It was me and two other female cousins in Sierra. So we're putting this thing together. There's all, all kind of guys there who are related to his brothers were there. Other guys, and they just sitting around oh, playing no. cars, Ooh. dominoes, chilling, drinking, chilling, mm-hmm. chilling. I mean, even making comments. Oh, y'all getting that grill together fast, huh? They were there before <laughs> I got there. Like, apparently they were there like around 11 wow. a.m. And they were there for, I, they didn't even think to help. They just don't help. Uh, wow. So anyway. You're a better guy than that. I had so, so, so anyway, <laughs> after all this, I put this up together and oh, and then it's all together. Um, and then uh, they're like, so who's going to fire up the grill? So I was grilling for 30, 40 minutes. Cooking food, cooking food. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, no, no. no. Yeah, uh, no. yeah. So anyway, yeah. I go inside and I'm like, I'm turning on, I'm, you know, I cut on the television, sit mm-hmm. back. Everybody's feeling good. Everything's going good. So I'm watching the U.S. Women's Open. And then one of the guys who had been there in the morning, um, he's mm-hmm. an older gentleman, so maybe he mm-hmm. could, eh, he could have helped. He could have yeah, helped he somehow. Some, he yeah, 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 he could do something. Yeah. He's not he comes up to me, he's like, oh, man, you, y'all watching golf up here? Man, golf's so boring. Nobody wants to watch no golf. I was like, don't turn the channel. Do not turn the channel. <laughs> Go back downstairs, play dominoes, and have another natty light or whatever it is you drink. <laughs> and, and get out of here because this is not the time, old dude, to be messing right. with. To be, you know, just leave it alone. Leave it alone. I'm about to flip out. I done put the grill together and I grill while you was on your fat ass over there. Without, Man, with, listen, without argument, without being mad, I did it. You know what I mean? I did it. And I helped get out of here uh-huh. and go back down with your alcoholic non-helping self, you know, all you can, I was getting drunk anyway, just go back down there and drink the rest of the night and leave me alone while I watch this stuff. Nobody, cause nobody else cared. Everybody was just kind of talking, but nobody cared what was on television. Right. He's, he's the one, he's the only one. After doing nothing, wanting to turn golf off. No, you're not. Well, <laughs> is Tiger, well, no, clearly Tiger's not playing because no. this is the women. Okay. Right. This is the women. You see That's these the about golf, but Tiger. Yeah. <sighs> Anyhow. So anyway, Lawrence, uh, yes. while I'm watching this, uh-huh. meanwhile, miles and miles away, Lawrence has mm-hmm. no clue about the frustration that I'm watching. No, uh, no. I, have, I have my own I'm, frustration. While but. I'm watching television, but Lawrence <laughs> is there uh, covering the uh, the tournament that I'm watching. Mm-hmm. Lawrence. All right, I'll take it away. So it was, I'm going to cut through a lot of the early stuff. Left at 5 a.m., got on the beltway just across American Legion Bridge, and what do I find? Three of the four lanes closed at five in the morning. No. Yes. Yes. So it five starts off with a bang. It's trip starts off with a bang. Good. Man. So, like, you know, you get through, the, you finally get around, you see what's going on. There are four guys working on the inside shoulder, and they got three lanes closed, and they on the shoulder, working mm. in the shoulder, but they got three, three lanes, lanes closed. closed. Unnecessary. Yeah. So that's like I killed a half hour right there. Um, so I found a get, uh, you know, I make my way down there. Uh, $170 worth of gas. I did find $4.31 in uh, a gallon in North Carolina. All Just right. a little side note. Uh, two quick things, and I'll get to the actual golf. I ate at two restaurants while I was there. I ate at Smithfield Chicken and Barbecue. 
Highly recommend them. Sounds really? good. Yeah. Highly recommend them. Okay. Uh, they, they're, low, they're, they're a chain, but they're just in, I think they're just in North, North Carolina. North Carolina. Yep. Um, excellent, excellent <clears throat> chicken. Don't get the shrimp. Get the chicken. Um, <laughs> uh, I got the chicken and the shrimp. The mm-hmm. shrimp was a total waste of my money. Um, <laughs> at the counter, though, this was kind of cool. So the, I'm ordering my food, and the guy, he says something, and I couldn't quite make out, make out what he says. I leaned in and said, I'm, excuse me, you say that again? He said, oh, and he kind of whispered it, too, like he didn't want to... He didn't want to announce it, but he said, I, I gave you the senior citizen discount. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, oh, okay, cool. Thank you. I appreciate that. <laughs> Thank you, sir. But, Thank you. Then, but then I, I stepped back. I was like, should I be offended? Do I look that old? <laughs> <laughs> You're trying to be discreet. At least he gave you the, right. the, yeah, the yeah, benefit yeah. of discretion. Yeah. So, yeah, that's a really good restaurant. I recommend that one. And the 316 Oyster Restaurant, Seafood Place, was really good, too. Great service. Uh, it's in Fayetteville. Both of these, well, that was in Fayetteville, and Smithfield Chicken was I the one in Garner, North Carolina. Mm, 316, uh, huh? Yep. Yeah, great yeah, Bible good. verse, John 316. There I don't remember go. what it says, but I know it's popular. Yes, yes, it is. There's something about, <laughs> about uh, the tattoos. Do something about be nice to people or something like yeah. that. I don't yep. know. Yep. Yeah, well, <laughs> something like that. It's about God's love and how he gave his son, but. Yeah, yeah, and be nice to people. That's what it means, right? <laughs> I mean, it says it. Eventually, it gets to, you know, it, gets, yeah. it leads up to sure. It leads yeah, up. It leads up to that. Be all nice of to us people. being nice to others. Right. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So, so that I, <laughs> I get to the place. I get to the course probably about. I plan to get there around ten, but I didn't really get there at almost noon. Um. So I, you know, I get there. Get, they, they take me to the. I get parked and everything. I go in to get my um my media access badge, and I walk in and I pause because it is nice really oh, they have okay. a, they had a building so on on their in the complex they have actually they have a museum on there as well on their mm-hmm. complex uh so the building next door to the uh the museum is where the media center was um it it was it was bmw type oh it okay. might have been a little okay. bit it might have been a little bit up it might have been a little bit up from that because okay. in one sense it was because at the end when i was leaving i went in just grab some water on my way out and I happened to walk past the bar and I mm-hmm. went bar <laughs> and a bartender standing there. <laughs> so I, mm-hmm. I, I couldn't go past that. I of course not. Why would you? Yeah. I mean, you know, honestly, yeah, they had a full bar and everything. Um, but the immediate was really, really nice. So, you know, I got checked in initially. Um, I didn't get any instructions. She just kind of handed me my package and said, here you go. And, and kind of sent me on my way. Um, cause guess at that point, everything was in full, you, you know, full, full-fledged everything was going uh people everywhere running around or whatever so um i get my i get my package and stuff and i'm going through it and you know get my name tag out and all that stuff and nowhere does it say i uh you know at some terms we've had when you have media access you get inside the rope access as well yeah yeah, yeah. uh i just assumed we did with this one <laughs> and at one point uh, i think it was hole number two i was going to i was taking some pictures and i started to go inside of the rope when i saw a bunch of other photographers go under the rope to take pictures. I just kind of, oh, this is my opportunity. Yeah, so me just, too. Right. Mm-hmm. I just walked in, you know, got in line and was walking up and the lady said, excuse me, sir. Hold on, cuz. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I, I turned my badge around and said, media is like, hey, you know, I just want to go step in and take some pictures. She says, oh, no, do you have the yellow lanyard? And I then I noticed it on the other one. I, I didn't notice it before. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I was like, uh, no, they just gave me this. She said, whatever, you can't come in. You got to stay out. I'm like, oh, by the oh, way, man. that's a tough walk back. Like because yeah. you're walking, you, you you're confidently going somewhere where you think you have access, right? And you're right. and you're and you're under the problem. <laughs> you're there, and then it's like, oh no, you can't. And then 
there's this feeling that like, you, you look around and see who's looking and then you just like <laughs> everyone knows I've been told no and then you've got to turn back around right, and slug away like a yeah. like a slug or whatever so yeah and just slug away and yeah. so we'll get, we'll get the rest of LB's experience there at the LPGA U, at the uh, US Women's Open uh, and then also Glenn Caddy for Vern at around I'm going yeah. to get Vern to talk about that that's coming up next folks uh, stay close it's Golf DMV Golf DMV is sponsored in part by Reveal Wealth. Let the professionals at Reveal Wealth assist you on your financial journey from individual financial planning, family financial planning, business planning, insurance planning, and more. Reveal Wealth's holistic approach gives you the freedom to take control of your financial security. No matter your age or stage in life, let the professionals at Reveal Wealth assist you. They are ready on standby. Contact them now. For a free initial consultation, go to WeRevealWealth.com. That's WeRevealWealth.com or call 410-928-8081. That's 410-928-8081. Take control of your financial security by allowing Reveal Wealth to serve you. WeRevealWealth.com. That's WeRevealWealth.com or call 410-928-8081. That's 410 410- Nine two eight eight zero eight one, and tell them you heard about them on Golf DMV. It's Golf DMV. Shout out to our friends, the Love Life Cafe, conveniently located in Laurel, Maryland. Go to the Love Life Cafe. Let them know that you heard about them on Golf DMV. Get a nice little discount there. Listen, the Love Life way is quality kindness, integrity, and health. When you go, you can get a nice little coffee, or maybe you want something real fancy, like an espresso. They've got all that stuff, cappuccinos, they got lattes, or maybe you're just like me, and if you get a coffee, you just want a regular one. So whether it's fancy, whether it's regular, you can get one of those. They've got teas, all kinds of non-coffee drinks. I actually like the pressed juices when I go there. Uh, I get the hydration station. I like the liver lover. Uh, but you can also go green and get some kale, cucumber, parsley, celery, apple, lemon, ginger. They got this punch shot, too. It's, just, it's a little small little bottle. And man, that thing will wake you up and burn your chest. All kind of pastries and toast, too. You can gather with your friends because it is a complete vibe inside the Love Life Cafe. Sit down have a drink, eat some pastries and have a good conversation or bring your laptop, do some work there. You know, if you're working remote, you want to hang out at the cafe, switch up uh, the scene a little bit, your uh, atmosphere and environment, want to infuse some love into your work. By the way, when you purchase something, give them the code love golf. The code is love golf and you get a discount. My friend Adriana, she goes there and when she pays for her stuff, she gives them the code love golf and she sends me a picture of the receipt just to show that she got her discount again that's the love life cafe the website the lovelifecafe.com conveniently located in laurel maryland when you go there let them know you heard about them on golf dmv it's golf dmv Welcome back to Golf DMV. LB was right in the middle of, uh, well, I guess he was at, so post your rejection of, uh, yeah. <laughs> between the <laughs> getting inside the yeah. Yeah. Yes. So you yeah. turn around, you go right back, uh, and yeah. then what happened? I go right back, and uh, then I just, I, for that point, I just, okay, it is what it is. So then I just walked around the course, uh, taking pictures where I could, um, followed a few players. I got to see Lexi Thompson, uh, mm-hmm. saw a lot of Lydia Ko. I mm-hmm. did not walk the entire course. Uh, right. I'll tell you that now. I, you know, I was like, eh. I mean, because I'm, I'm going to be dead honest. Once I found out I couldn't go inside the ropes, I was like, eh, so why am I here? 
right, 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 right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. you know what I mean. I'm just, a, I'm just and, a regular, yeah. I'm just a regular patron now yeah. with a camera. I just well, um, you drove down you, to watch. And the you, I guess I'm, I'm assuming you didn't want to wait around for like the press conference after after the round and stuff like that. No, that was yeah. so. This was on Saturday uh, mm-hmm. that I was there. Sunday. Well, well, I'll get, let me finish this, and I'll tell you about Sunday. Okay. Um, so I basically just walked around. You know, some players were coming off. I could see 18 and. I kind of stayed around 18 and nine because, you know, we're close to the clubhouse. I, not, right. Again, I didn't do a lot of walking um, and uh, just got a bunch of pictures. Um, I did. Let me, oh, so the, the pro shop. Let's talk about that with okay. you guys. So <clears throat> I go in the pro shop and I start walking around looking and it's and then it gets a Saturday in the afternoon. So it's it's a mob. It's a lot of stuff is already gone. Or, they, 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 a lot of chefs are bare already. Right. Um, so I text the crew. So it's, I text, I think it was five people. I, you two, Glenn, Rick, and Rodney on this text. I, mm-hmm. And I'm standing in the place and I text. And I say, okay, let me text these guys. See if anybody wants anything while I'm here. I text. I walk around some more, walk around, walk around. I get no text. I'm like, fine. So I buy... I was building a grill, man. I mean, <laughs> with, and cooking a 45 minute window. No, no. Yeah. So I, I buy a towel. I looked at the hats and some shirts and stuff and nothing really appealed to me. So I buy a towel because the towels are pretty nice and they were reasonably priced at 18 bucks. Mm-hmm. So I buy a towel. I'm standing at the register and I ask for the, uh, the markers, the, um, you know, the little the toy markers. markers, you magnetic ones or that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. I know Rodney likes those. So I said, well, let me ask you about those. And, I, and honestly, in my mind, I said, I'll get something for Manny. I said, he's the only kid I know that plays golf. I said, I'll get something <laughs> for Manny. They didn't have any of those. Oh, wow. So I'm like, fine. So I'm standing at the register and they got the poker chips. And I was like, cool, I'll take one of these. This is for Manny. So I got mm-hmm. a, a towel and a chip for Manny. And I get out, of the, get out of the shop. I go find me a place in the shade. And I'm sitting down minding my business. Phone buzzes. And it's who, I don't know who's first. I think it's Glenn. Glenn. Glenn was first. Yeah, Glenn wants a, a, a towel and a polo shirt. I'm like, fine. Okay. So <laughs> I wait a little while longer. I go back into the, into the shop. And when I went in there, let's say the pile was 100 towels. When I go back 20 minutes later, right. it's 50 towels. Left. Wow. Wow. So I, I get another towel. And the mm-hmm. guy looks at me. He's like, yeah, I'm like, yeah, that was me. I was just in here a half hour ago. So I buy, I buy that towel. I come out. I sit down. A few minutes later, my phone buzzes again. <laughs> I think it was, was it, was it Rodney? That, I think it was Rodney that time. Yeah. Yep. I remember Rodney. the order. Yeah. Yep. Rodney, Rodney wants a towel. Then I think not too long after that, Claude said Give me he wanted it. No, because I, no, I went back again. Oh, okay. One, two. No, I, yeah, the third time. Yeah, I went three times. Yes, you so did. I went back and I got <laughs> I got Rodney's towel. <laughs> and then no, then Claude wanted a chip. He wanted a poker chip. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I said to myself, I'm not going back in there. I already got a poker chip for Manny. They can share. We can share it. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. And then who else? And when I went when I went back to get the the second towel, yeah, the, yeah, the, the second, the third towel, that uh it, it was I'm serious, it was down to about Fifteen. Wow. Was people were just what? scooping these they, things People up. just, at that point, it was like a, it, was, it must have been, I got to have something. Right. So people were just buying whatever they could find. They were just taking whatever. And the tiles were going pretty fast. Um, and then at 8 p.m., I get a text from Rick asking for a poker chip. 8 p.m. <laughs> right. <laughs> because you're clearly still at the right. golf course. Two, two hours after night. the round is over in the dark <laughs> and the pro shop is still open because you're waiting. Right. I got nothing else to do, Rick. You're right. <laughs> So Rick gets nothing. Uh, 
Just a couple more points about the thing. Uh, like I said, they, they did have a museum there, which is, I walked through it briefly. I didn't go through the whole thing, uh, but it was really nice. A really nice uh, laid out museum. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It, like Pirate's type museum, but it was right yeah. there at the Pine Needles. Um, and they had a bunch of banners up for all the uh, USGA events that are coming up because they're coming back here. Piners. Uh, no, it's coming back here to congressional. Oh, 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 I'm sorry. Uh, 20, uh, 26, maybe, or 25 or something like yeah, that. Yeah, it's coming yeah. back to this area. Um, price tickets. So the ticket for a regular one day entry was like 50 bucks. Well, 40 some bucks, but the fees came to $53. Wow. Just for a price comparison, the ShopRite Classic, mm-hmm. uh, which is going to be in New Jersey starting this weekend, is $40 for the week. Right. For the 20 bucks oh, for wow. a ground pass. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. For a daily one. For, for a daily day. pass. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. 40 bucks for the week. They want, they pay, you, most people pay $53 per day for the USGA. Um, what oh, was the crowd like? The crowd was, it wasn't as much as as many people as I thought it would be. Okay. Lexi Thompson had a pretty, pretty big crowd following oh, her. Sure. Um, <laughs> uh, and, uh, I won't say what I was thinking. And um, and uh, the quarter sister uh, was Nellie, the one that just came back from the engine. Is that Nellie mm-hmm. or Jessica? That's Nellie. Nellie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. She had a pretty good following as well. Yeah. But a lot the rest of, little, of them... Were there a bunch of little girls there? Because, you know, yes. I'm watching television yes. and, okay, cool, and watch the social media feeds. Ton, I mean, just, and these ladies on tour, I mean, just like the men do, I mean, they're yeah. signing autographs, they're giving away mm-hmm. gloves and hats, and and look, there was a bunch of little girls there that were happy to be there and see and see the ladies. Yeah, when... when uh, when uh, Lydia Cole came off the t- off the 18th uh, green and went into her score, went to, you know, put a scorecard in and came out, I went around that side where they come out and they sign their autographs. They had this old little thing too, where uh, if you were under like, I don't know, four feet, something little kids could, kids could get in line and they would just, you know, uh, run them through taking pictures with the pro. Oh, get through. out of here. Yeah, take a kid, picture, move, you know, just keep, mm-hmm. keep it moving. Keep yeah. moving. Here you go, kid. Right, Say cheese. Exactly, exactly. Cheese. Say cheese. Yeah. <laughs> and they were signing autographs as well. And I watched Lydia. She, when she came out, she didn't, uh, it, I know she wanted to go. Mm-hmm. Because when she came out of there and saw all those kids waiting for <laughs> autographs, <laughs> she's just like, give me my pen. You yeah, know? yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and she went all the way down to the end of the line and she just made her way all you know, God I left. You. And yeah. she was still signing autographs. Um, but yeah, they were they were getting it in. So the, a lot the best, a lot of kids there. I mean, the best do that. Like, I mean, I talked about you know how Ricky Fowler and some of the other guys stayed, mm-hmm. you know, signed all the kids' autographs and stuff. And they were again, one golfer walked past Ricky, said, You're a better man than me, and just walked up the stairs and left right. everybody <laughs> out there and didn't sign nothing, you know. And so yeah, it, it, yeah, yeah, that's why Ricky will be on live soon. He'll be wealthier than that guy. <laughs> right. Exactly. Exactly. Allegedly. Speaking I don't know. Um, to that to that point of, of being wealthy. I didn't know this, and maybe maybe we knew this. Maybe I, we learned. I knew this last time, but I forgot. The USGA, uh, everybody who was in the field, other than the amateurs, to get a check, even if you even if you get oh. don't make the cut. Oh, I didn't know that. I didn't know that. I I thought I did, but maybe maybe we didn't know that. But mm-hmm. I didn't find this out to the, the of doing you know doing some research after the tournament. So right. everybody who who missed the cut, who uh, got eight grand. For, for oh, showing up, nice, yeah. That's just just for being an entrance into the maintaining into the, entrance the into the into the USGA tournament. Yeah, um, they they got eight grand, and if, obviously the the amateurs did not. 
Um, but it was a few of them that um, the ones that I felt, I really felt bad for her because the one I'm trying to find her name now real quick. Of course, you, now. And, why, and while you do that, um, yeah. quick shout out to Danielle King, by the way. I don't know if you guys saw, uh, saw yeah, her. I heard the news. I did. She had diagnosed with a tumor on her spine. Um, and so, of course, our, uh, you know, well wishes, thoughts, prayers, whatever, you know, whatever it is you do, we believe in all that positive energy headed, headed her Send way. Send her way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. absolutely. So uh, Ingrid, uh, was that Lil Bland? The mm-hmm. amateur? Yeah, the, the low amateur. Right. She, Didn't she so finish she, top 10? She finished T11. Oh, so God. she got zero dollars. If she had, if she was a pro, she'd have made two hundred nine thousand dollars. And she got Ooh. zilch. Mm-hmm. 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 <laughs> wow. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. You know fun. what the live tour should do? What's that? They should well, do paired events with men and women where you have one PJ tour, well, one male player, one female player on teams. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So there was, I saw. Pay them some money too. There, there I mean, I don't want to give. Uh, there was an article and <laughs> I, I, I didn't read into it, but there was something, uh, or at least you know, maybe it was on Golf Channel. They were, talk, they were talking about this last week, talking about the live uh, tour with the PGA. And and they asked one of the panelists about well what about what about the LPGA mm-hmm. and there was some conversation about that there had been some discussions about um about that so I I don't you know I don't know uh, just another note Rose Zhang who finished who who, who beat um, Bailey Bailey, Bailey, Davis. Davis. Bailey Davis Davis mm-hmm. Bailey Davis for the was it what was that last year here at um. Yes, at, at uh, Columbia. Right? No, yeah. Columbia, right? For the that was the amateur USGA. Was that mm-hmm. the, yes. what that was? Yeah, yeah. yeah so she finished T forty um, okay. at, at plus seven. If again, if she had been approached, she won forty one thousand dollars. She got wow. she got zilch. Um, <laughs> she just won it. She just won at Stanford, I think. The US, the NCAA, something else, right? Exactly. Exactly. Yep, yep, just yep. like a couple weeks earlier. Okay. Yeah. The so glorious one, two, status three, of four. amateur athletics. I know <laughs> in America. Yeah, I know. So it was four amateurs that made the. Uh, they made the cut, and and the lowest one was T forty nine. Okay, Ooh. so yeah, they would have the made. Future of yeah. women's golf looks bright. Yeah, yeah. So just quickly, um, so then Sunday, I didn't, I didn't go back. I, okay. you know, I, I have some real estate interest in that area, so I went and looked at my properties and, <laughs> and came home. <laughs> nice. nice, that sounds good. Good. Well, overall, wonderful experience there. Yes, Again, and just and just to segue, so this weekend is the Shoprite. LPGA ShopRite Classic in Galloway, mm-hmm. New Jersey, which is just across the water from Atlantic City. Um, I, I will be there again this weekend. Um, and we have two sisters in the field uh, for the uh, ShopRite Classic. It is uh, more uh, Stackhouse. What's her first name? Mariah. 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 Thank you. I'm drawing a blank. Mariah Stackhouse. And Vern, the other lady's name is Georgia. Oh. Uh, oh, the, the lady sent the, oh, the, the yeah. story on is Obi, 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 yeah, Obi, yeah, I can't yeah. you get yeah, pronounced right. Oh, Obi, yeah. Oh, it is Obi, yeah, Obi, okay, yeah, from Kenya, right? Well, no, she's from, she's originally from uh, she's Nigerian, Nigerian. Nigerian. I, I recognize her last name, England. Nigerian. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, born in yeah, uh, yeah England or somewhere British Columbia, somewhere. Oh, yeah, shout out to her. I saw that piece that you had forwarded over on Instagram, LB. Oh, yeah, that would be great. And what's funny is I didn't see that. I didn't see that piece on because I, I looked at the bottom of the screen it was said mm-hmm. cnn i didn't see that promoted anywhere I, I, i'm glad you found that and i got yeah, find I, that I, found it on, I found it on her instagram feeds where i found it yeah, yeah i've got to, i've got to yeah. find that full feature i just google, google her name and maybe we'll post yeah. it on, on but yeah our, so i'm looking forward to having two sisters page. to follow um at, at the tournament on this this coming weekend so. yeah 
Yeah. Good, good. And apparently she's doing well on the on the Euro- ladies European tour. Yes. That's what that, yes. that's what the piece yeah. is. And, so. th- and this is Mariah's, I think maybe the first or second tournament she may have played in this year. Because I know a lot of ones that I followed previously, she wasn't in the field. Yeah. Um and the well, field you- actually for the shop right is is well in in theory, well not just theory, but in my opinion, isn't that strong. I mean, okay. uh gen- uh Jin Young Ko is is okay. in it, uh uh MB Park, Diddy okay. Ko. Mm-hmm. And then it falls off after that. I mean, Patty okay. T's not in it. The Jatanagon Jat- sisters are not in them. Oh, wow. N- neither the Nelly nor the, the quarter sisters are not playing. Uh, I say Patty T already. She's yeah. not playing. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just looking forward to seeing Patty. I know you're <laughs> <laughs> right. So, uh, speaking of uh, Patty, Rhymes with Caddy. That's a weird radio transition. Just showing like, a little segue <laughs> there. Speaking of Patty, that rounds with Caddy. Glenn Caddy for so this is something you've been talking about for a while, Bert. That yeah. you wanted. To, so give us a Glenn brief actually, background Glenn's, on how this idea of Glenn Caddy for you came about. Because I think it happened at Falls Road. Uh, maybe Falls. It, it was Glenn's idea. It was, okay. it was basically he had mm-hmm. for some time ago before even Falls Road a couple weeks ago he had said. Uh, I think if I caddy for you at like one of these easier courses like Falls or Newwood or something like that, mm-hmm. you'll break eighty. The idea being, uh, I'm going to take a lot of these dumb shots out of your yeah. out of your bag. <laughs> um, and so it just happened to come up that we were, you know, I I just played the previous two weekends. I think the weekend before Memorial Day weekend and that weekend I played 54 holes of golf those two weekends, 108 holes. And I was a little, I was a little burnt out. I was tired, so um, <laughs> still got to play though. So last Sunday I said, you know, I'm just going to play last Sunday. Uh, at uh, at Needwood just to take to quote unquote take a break it's Needwood and um, that's when Glenn he was, he was like you know what this is a good time so myself Mike and the, the Naylor brothers Lou and Matt uh, where's my meeting shout out where's my meeting mm-hmm. um, they they all the four of us came out and Glenn came out at 644 in the morning mm-hmm. take to Caddy now nice. now and, I, I'm sorry to cut you off when you say Caddy he he didn't take his clubs at all. He just no, carried, he didn't play. He didn't play. He didn't play at all. He came out to see <laughs> okay. if he if he caddied for me, okay. could I break 80? On okay. top of this, we had a little competition going between uh, 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 front nine, back nine, between mm-hmm. myself, Matt, Lou, and Mike. Um, but, but, you know, myself, Matt, Lou. And uh, so that had that added to it a little bit. That added okay. to it a little bit. And uh, it was it was it was actually it was pretty cool. Let me just say before I get into the details, I would have I would I told him I said if there's any any round where I could. Exp- you know, exchange the favor. I would, I would caddy for him. Probably mm-hmm. somewhere like LP. I've, I've thought about this. You, you would want it to be the person who's caddying. You would want it to be a course that either both of you are really familiar with, or one that obviously the caddy is slightly more familiar with or plays mm-hmm. more often to help to help your buddy. Obviously, it needs to be somebody you're close to so you know their game. But it's, it was, I would say it was as enjoyable experience as you know we all played Pinehurst. Some of the same. You nice. know, it, it, was, it was cool. And look, and look, he didn't he didn't mail it in when I came around the corner. He had his cart because I didn't I didn't get a cart. He had okay. his cart. <laughs> he had the towel over his shoulder. Uh-huh. He was ready. He was ready, bro. I was like, okay. And y'all walk too, I'm taking. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We walked. So okay. go ahead and put that on your. On your okay. Couch. So you walk okay. this one. Now, here's the thing, Claude. He didn't count it. Glenn said, I can't count this one for you walking, but I would count this for the over under 10. Wait, 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 wait. So he, but he, he pushed your bag or he carried it? <laughs> well, look, look. So he. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I mean he had the cart and pushed it. I also touched the cart, so then right. it there were times. Yeah, yeah. I took I took the bag off the cart. So uh, but yeah, so he yeah, he pushed he pushed the cart the whole time and caddy. Okay. So there is it's cool because it I think it would work for, for those listening. I think you should try it, particularly when if you have a group of guys you play with or girls or whoever, you know, whoever your regular group is. And and do it when there's just something on a line. Just have a competition like so someone's catting for you and you the player is in it for something. Because 
you both become weirdly invested. Not unlike having a cat, I guess, at Pine. You, know, you don't want to embarrass yourself, obviously, anyway. Right, right. But now somebody you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> now somebody you know. So it's just, it, it was different. He, he, he said at the end, he was weirdly invested in like me doing well. And mm-hmm. I also it, it was like very focused on trying to hit good shots. Right, right, right. Because right, right. this is somebody I would play golf with all the time. But when he right. says. Because you don't want to hit him down either. Kind of weird. It's yeah. weird. He's like, mm-hmm. all right, this is like 135. If we can just get like up to close to the thing. And I'm trying. I'm like, all right, let's, let's get up there. As opposed to when it's just you, you can hit a bad shot and check out. Right, right, right. right. Um, so it was great. It was a great experience. I did not. So off the top, uh, uh, don't break the lead. I, did, I didn't break 80. I didn't break it. I shot an 84. I was four of, you know, five okay. over. Okay. But, but with, as has been my game lately, at the easier courses with just just bad like easy five strokes not even mm-hmm. like oh you know one mm-hmm. in the penalty I'm talking like a couple of short missed putts it could easily have been a 79 or 78 um, yeah, I, won yeah, the, yeah. I, I won the front nine and then I lost the back nine to, to Lou uh, to Lou Naylor shout out to him uh, he, he won with a clutch birdie uh, on one of those but but uh, in, in true brown fashion Mm-hmm. I was a little bit all the sprained it off the tee a little bit, a little bit all over the place. Uh-huh. But I hit some good recovery shots. And he'll tell you, uh, next mm-hmm. time you see Glenn in person, he'll tell you, I think the best one, we're on a part, doesn't matter if you're listening. Basically, on a part five, I hit into the trees. Now, mm-hmm. now see, look, I was concerned, or the thing that he asked me is like, will caddying for you make any difference? Because especially if it's a course that even both of you have played, you wonder like, well, I kind of already know what shots to hit. Right. It made a difference. He saved mm-hmm. me probably at least, if I would say at least three strokes. It could have been more if I got mm-hmm. myself in trouble. So okay. I hit so I hit this tee shot into the woods on the right, on a par five, doesn't matter what it looks like, mm-hmm. right? I go into the trees. Now, we've all been here. So I basically have a shoot, right, maybe 50 yards in front of me with various trees, and there's what gaps in there. Mm-hmm. And so I can either hit a, like a low punch seven iron and see and hope it doesn't hit one of the trees. Right. Mm-hmm. And I tell him this. I said, all right, well, I can try to like punch this through the trees or I can go dead left, you know, around mm-hmm. the Wide safe open. way, back yeah. to the fairway mm-hmm. and then try to hit a miracle five foot up. And I'm talking. He's not. He's just sitting there. He doesn't say anything. He was like, and there's trees in front of us. He's like, um, how high do you hit your pitching wedge? I was like, oh, I think I, I was like, oh, yeah. I didn't, didn't even think to go to hit it <laughs> oh, often. Uh, like, oh, yeah, that makes sense. He was like, yeah. He's like, what the hell are you talking about? Hitting <laughs> I just hit a pitching wedge over the tree. And I did. And it was a good, it was a good shot. Okay. I know it was a good shot because I got a legit reaction out of him. Now, there right. was, I, I, for every good shot, he's like, hey, all right, off the tee box here. I like us off the left side, blah. And I hit it straight into the woods and he's just silent. Um, but, so, uh, we, and what's that? So, well, we got to get Glenn on the show to yes. do this round from his perspective. From his perspective. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, yeah. yes, yes, yes. But I, I will say it, it, it was good. It was, it was a fun experience. I encourage everybody to do it. Uh, I would, so that, that was probably a highlight. And then on eight, the cool thing is, so on 18, same thing. I pull it left way, way, way left, but it's recoverable. <laughs> and, uh, you know, Matt and Lou are in the fairway. They hit bombs in the fairway. So the pressure's on. Basically, again, I'm behind the trees. I have a shot at the green. I have to go like kind of like with a six iron, 185 up over the trees and mm-hmm. nail it. He's like, you got no, you got no choice, my, my G. You like, you mm-hmm. just got to hit the shot. Make it. Yep. Mm-hmm. I do hit the shot. I thin it through the underbrush. It doesn't mm-hmm. hit anything. Lands on the front of the green and rolls up. And he, he's, and I can see he's visibly like, look at me like, I, I told, he said, that's not the way we drew it up, but I guess it worked out. And I told him, I said, I, I would like to talk to a caddy about the most nerve wracking golfers they've got, they've, they've caddied for. Right, right. Where right. like every shot, they're like living on the edge. Like, oh my God, please be okay. And it works out. And they, they just have to be like, hey, good shot, man. All right, good. Right, right. Yeah, yeah. But, but see, of course, here's what's interesting about this to me, though. It's like, so just hearing this, mm-hmm. I can only imagine caddying for anybody, anybody in the group. Well, yes. You know, mm-hmm. it could be Glenn, Rick, whoever I'm caddying for. Um, and the bad shots, 
I just wonder what would a level of frustration be as a caddy, knowing my own skill level. You know what I mean? Like if, mm-hmm. if Vern was to hit a bad shot, LB was hit a bad shot. I'm just wondering, like, well, I mean, I probably would hit a bad shot too if I, you know, you know, because we we hit bad shots from time to time. We do, but mm-hmm. but 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 what's funny is is that we hit these bad shots, but like Glenn, we we know what we're supposed to do. You know what I mean? Yes. And when we look at someone else do it, I talk about this with Manny, and so like with the short game, and it's like, why would you leave that putt short? I leave putts short all the time, and it's yeah. just something about knowing what to do and not being able to execute it, but then expecting the other person to be able to execute it kind of on demand, that's kind of an interesting dynamic, right? But the, the, the thing, and this is why I brought up the point about the competition. Mm-hmm. If And it depends on who you're catting for, because I, mm-hmm. I'm a little bit competitive. Both mm-hmm. of you, to your point, Claude, we're both invested in it, though. Because right, even me, right, towards right, the end right. of the round, mm-hmm. I'm thinking like, all right, what's the smart... I'm, I'm really focusing on executing. There were Obviously, I failed you know, to the tune of five strokes where I think I could have easily broke 80. But there were, I, hit, I impressed myself with some of the shots I hit. Like, oh, okay. Even some of the, the misses that worked out. So mm-hmm. to your point... And I think this would work in reverse, too. Even if you're catting for somebody whose skill level is lower, they're mm-hmm. going to try harder. It's, it's, of course, yeah. It's yep. weird. And, it, and there is a thing, too, where you do get used to, um, like maybe by, like a little bit into the round, you, you're not even thinking about – you're thinking about executing the shot. Right, I can see right, right. how the – yeah, you're not like, oh, you know, now, uh, that's how far thing. out. And blah, blah. It's like right. he, he shoots it. Like, and he did this, this, this smart thing where, like, we get up to the green or the pro shot, and he wasn't telling me, like, oh, well, you know, he would look at it, survey it, and I was like, all right, right side, whatever your 160 club is. And I wouldn't ask mm-hmm. – I didn't ask anything. I said, okay. There was a particular part five where he said that, and I'm looking. I was like – I was like, he said, right there, too. He said, right side. I said, all right. And I did it. I executed it. And mm-hmm. we were on the right side of the green on the second shot on a par five, left the easy chip up for, for a par. But that's, but that's again, that's taking the, the right. mapping out of the hands. Let me right. handle it. Yeah, yeah, And yeah, yeah. So, well, and, and, the and there were some holes. Mm-hmm. Well, I was going to say really quick, there were holes where I actually did. He asked, he said, are there legit any holes here that you would have played differently? Now, 100%. Because on one of the earlier par fives, mm-hmm. I had a great drive and I was like, cool. So five wood, he was like, seven iron. <laughs> I was like, okay. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, no. Seven, whatever your one sixty club is down mm-hmm. on the right. I was like, oh, okay. So that's what I wanted to ask. Mm-hmm. Like, did you? So, so you listened to what he told you because you know, but <laughs> but admittedly, so you're like, there were a ton of things I would have done differently too. But you right. listened. Yeah, I did. No, no. And listen, by by, like the seventh hole, the trust. I was like, oh, okay. Let's just. Yeah. When, I'm hitting less club. The yeah. one time we got all the way to seventeen on a par three, <laughs> and I was like, it was a difference between a pitching wedge and a nine iron. And I'm like, oh, I like pitching. And I'm, I've coming off a hole where I like had to scramble and I, I was, I made an unnecessary uh, bogey or double bogey or something. And I was feeling, I was like, you know, let me get the pitching wedge. I got it. He's like, you sure? It's like, he's like, okay. He steps to the side. I hit a pitching wedge. It's well short. I mean, it's like barely on the front of the green. Everyone else hits nine iron, like Matt Lou, mm-hmm. who were comparable distances. <laughs> they all hit nine iron. And he's, he's just standing over there. You guys don't know that. He's just standing over there not saying anything. Yeah, what'd you hit there, Matt? A nine? <laughs> oh, okay. How about you? <laughs> like, oh, okay, okay. He just looks at me. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty funny. There was that, and yeah. I would say the other best part is, is I think if you can do it with your homies, it's like, he's like, look, man, like, oh, I'm on the green one time. He just kind of looks at it. He's like, all right, make a putt. I was like, mm-hmm. I love that. It's catting advice. Just, right. just, just, just make a putt. Like, right, right. Hey, I can't read it for you, bro. Just, it's close mm-hmm. enough. Make sounds, it. No, it sounds like Glenn would be great. Would be great at it. You know what I mean? And, yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, uh, or was uh, you know was, was was good at. I would happily. Yeah. I would. I would happily do it for any of you uh, with with something on the line or whatever you you do because mm-hmm. it it is it becomes a team sport at that point. Yeah, it definitely. I, I've, I've done it with, with Rodney. He hasn't done it so much of the caddying part. Well, he has done it, but we've been both been playing. Then he after one of our games goes south, then he he kind of checks out, <laughs> and then he kind of becomes the caddy. You know what I mean? Yes. Yes. And. 
they whoever that person is, they do become the voice of reason in your head. Mm-hmm. Like you say, yes. you know, you want to you play hero golf all the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then they go, no, no, we're not going to do that. Just just paint it right there and mm-hmm. then do right. button, just get out of there. And then you, you do that. And it's, you find it. It takes a little bit right. of pressure off you and you find it's easier to exactly. do that thing. Yeah. Because, yeah, because yeah, you, you you're not thinking about all these. The other things, the strategies, and like you say, the trees and all this stuff, they've done all that work for you. All you got to do is hit the ball. Yes. Mm -hmm. You know, basically just. Yeah. And it keeps you. And it it seems like it keeps you, you know, focused on the next shot. Like this is the shot. It really does. You know what I mean? As opposed to, okay, well, if I do this and then get it there, then maybe I can, you know, come back from this par. I can get this bogey. It's like, no, no, just hit this shot. And that's, right. this is what we've got to do. Yeah. 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 So, yeah, yeah. so it's a fun experience. And I, I think we should, uh, I, I definitely think we should all do it. And, and you, and we're, and again, the weird, the dynamic, the team part of playing golf with something you play with thousands of times. But then mm-hmm. when he tell when he says, Hey, give me 135 here, and you do it, you're proud of yourself. Right. 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 <laughs> Not right, letting right, him right. Down. He doesn't care. But <laughs> what you both kind of do. So it's, yeah, it's, yeah. it's weird, man. But we it, should, it was, we should set some stuff up like that. We should, we should schedule some rounds where I agree. Knee you know, someone's road. playing, someone's mm-hmm. caddying and, yep. you know, and then we, yeah. you know, and, Figure out what combos we like, which ones work, which ones. You know. <laughs> yeah, but got yeah. their own style. You know, it's nothing yeah, personal. It's just, you know. yeah, I, yeah. I do have a question about all this golf you've been playing, Vern. Yes, because it goes totally 100 degrees opposite of my philosophy as of now. Mm-hmm. So, in this all this golf that you've been playing, mm-hmm. ha, ha, I'm not serious though. Has your have your has your scores come down? Uh, no, I had a rough patch recently, and they've okay. they've they've gone up. So. That's and this is why I need to play more golf to get them down. <laughs> that's that's how. Yeah, I, yeah. I had a rough patch with the driver, but okay. uh, the I will say the putting, the short mm-hmm. game, mm-hmm. and and the irons to some degree mm-hmm. are sharpening up. Okay. Are sharp. That's Definitely the, the putting about, in the short game. And that's the thing about golf. It's like. You can look at your score and like, ah, it's not coming down, but you could feel better about certain parts of your game. That's kind of how, that's kind of where I'm you know, at. Like, if, the driving, if I get the driving on, I'm, yeah. I'm in there. But yeah. then there's sometimes yeah. where, you know, you finish your round, you look at your score and it's like, oh, that's not actually bad. Even though you feel horrible about it. About yeah. Your, yeah. It's just, I don't know. Golf is just. No. Well, I, the reason I asked that because so today Coach B and I were texting about some going to Vegas and, all, and golf and all that other stuff too. And uh, I told him, like, you know, he was saying how he's trying to play more golf now to get ready for Vegas. And I'm like, I'm just starting to get back to the range uh, mm-hmm. this last week or so. And, um, you know, I I think the time off has done me done me good because yes. when I, because when I when I've gone back to the range, I have a new enthusiasm for it, a new you know drive to, to, to hit it again. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so much so that today I went online and I was looking around at different courses at different instructors. Oh. Um, well, because so he, I, I, I don't have- want to, I know I, I'm not, I don't want to go back down that rabbit hole again of, okay. you know, I'm trying to be, I'm trying to get this score. I'm trying to do this. What I'm really trying to do is figure out, what I'm doing wrong because I keep pushing. Sometimes I can hit them straight, and when I don't, they go right. Mm-hmm. I want to get that right. Oh, oh, I'm going to figure out that right. What I'm Just doing? Eliminate that mess. John Ross I'm going to eliminate that right. If I Glenn is going to see John Ross. Right. Yeah, 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 yeah. I told yeah. John to look out for him. That that mm-hmm. Glenn said he wanted to come down to see John. Okay. Yeah, so I, 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 went, I looked at uh, Blue Mass. Uh, okay. just because it was convenient, and you know I had been going to see Brendan at Old Golf Park. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's twice the price at um, Blue Mash. <laughs> at Blue Mash, yeah. Oh yeah. Who would you look at? Like Kent Keith or whoever was on there? It was Mike yeah. I was like, Ooh, John Ross, eighty that, bucks. 
Mm-hmm. Is it 80 John bucks Ross, for John Ross? 80 bucks. Okay. And he's yeah. at Golf Tech, right? He's no, inside. Falls Road. He, he's at Falls Road. Oh, he's at Falls Road. He's oh, outside. Yeah. Good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, don't, I don't like the simulator. Yeah, you know, he's outside. Uh, yeah. But I did. So I, long and short of it, I looked at Worthington, and I ended up at uh, at uh, Whiskey. I don't know okay. who the person is. Okay. But it was it was seventy five bucks an hour or something like that. Really? Oh, like, nice! I'm surprised. That's in my neighborhood. Yeah. yeah. So, so I, uh, I mean, financially and locally. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I hit. I, I did the email and sent it off. So I'm well, there's a lot of things in yet. your neighborhood financially. That's that, that's in your neighborhood. Well, no, you're the, willing to the, spend. The, well, well, yeah. Because the two hundred dollars, I was like, oh, I'm not doing that. No, 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 I'm not doing that for an hour less. <laughs> no, dude. No. Uh, <laughs> you got to give me some guarantees with two hundred dollars. <laughs> right, yeah, so right. re- really quickly to your point about though golf so you made a good point about like hey are, are you getting any better but you know how golf gets everybody you can be playing mm-hmm. a lot and be playing poorly our buddy matthew wolf you know mm-hmm. with the, you remember he came in second i want to say at Wingfoot a couple mm-hmm. couple years ago mm-hmm. um uh, u.s open qualifiers he this was like last week i think he was down in florida he was one under uh three shots out of fourth place and the top four finishers get a spot. He's three shots out of fourth place at one under. He gets mm. to a hole nine and hits one in the water, and then just leaves. Just walks <gasps> off. Like, up, up. Wow, I'm done here. <laughs> yep. No injury. They just scored the officials. He just, he just resigned. He just left. Yeah, yeah BNP. <laughs> yep. Golf is tough. Just yeah. a couple years ago, it's like, oh, right. man, Wolf Golf and DeChambeau. Yeah, exactly. Boom, boom. Yeah. yeah, so. Yeah. Speaking of DeChambeau, he's not going to the, to, uh, the Saudis. Well, he got the injury he's hiding behind well, right his hand, well, remember? Yeah, but. yeah, yeah. I think, I think, I think the moment there. he's ready to go, he's going to go. He's definitely so. going to go. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. And then he's going to say something weird like, well, you know, when you think of human rights violations and you go all the way back to the 1700s, you know, it's honestly, and he's going to go all kinds Even the Saudis are going to be trying to like, the Saudi public is going to just, just be yeah. quiet. You don't say yeah. anything. Yeah. You say yeah. what they tell you to say. Right. We're going to give money. you $350 million to just go away and go back to the PGA. Right. Yes. We don't want yes. you. By the way, there's rumors that that film money was 200000 Million. And that they even approached Tiger for like oh, maybe even triple that. Two hundred million. Yeah. Two hundred million. million. I'm sorry. Two hundred yeah, million. Yeah, yeah. Tiger was nine Tiger. figures according to I think yep. Jack Nicholas or whatever. Too. Yep. Yep. Mm-hmm. yep. Mm-hmm. And then Jack Nicholas, they they went it they went ham at Tiger and yeah. Jack. Yeah, mm-hmm. to to, yeah. to get them or whatever. They said the yeah, the high nines. Yeah, nines. Yeah, yeah. Right. You know, thankfully, you know that he has all the money he needs. There's only so much money you can have. So he's like, oh, well, I don't know about that. But that's <laughs> neither, neither does DJ. <laughs> and I can just and and, and you know what's funny? And I'm going to stop about the list. I mean, we'll keep talking about it as long as it's true. But the thing about DJ is. Like Phil had this whole three paragraph thing about you know and yep. and, and just read it you just know it's it's insincere like Phil could right. just say you know what um so, yeah I'm I'm going to play the live tour um I know it's been a lot of controversy regarding my comments and stuff like that you know uh-huh. again I apologize for that mm-hmm. but I'm I'm back I'm going to do this one yep. and leave it alone but this whole thing about the career and the PJ tour and the long stay like mm-hmm. stop with all that stuff we um, know what yeah, it is you know DJ isn't catching flack because people know he doesn't particularly think deep about a lot of these things like right. yeah. well and, he's saying that there's million. honesty okay there's honesty yeah, yeah. 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 He, he said it he said it multiple times in his in his uh press conference he says you know, I, I want to have more time to do other things. And this allows yeah. me to get paid and do other things. It's a win-win situation. And I, I love it. I love oh, I'm sorry, go ahead, Nicole. No, I, just, I, saw, I saw the stat that said, what was it, like Tiger? Tiger's career earnings had been like $121 million or something like that. On, on, career on tour. earnings. Yeah, career. DJ's mm-hmm. getting 125. Right. <laughs> exactly. Off the break. Yeah. Mm-hmm. To, off off break. Yeah. How, yeah. How do you, how do you not, how do you say no to that? I, I just love the idea of him no, reading the prepared statement about, about the PGA, like, you right. know, and I'm committed to the PGA tour. And then somebody comes and whispers in his ear, 
and he just flips it over. Uh, I've just gotten new news that, you know, it's best for me and my family to actually go play on the left. Or it just immediately flips the script. Just 125 million reasons. I don't blame yeah. I don't man, man, hold on, but, but the, the funny part in the same uh, press conference to me, they interviewed him and Graham McDowell. McDowell was sitting next to each other. Yeah, Graham didn't <laughs> get 125 million, did he? No, he didn't. <laughs> but at one point, they was asking Graham about something. He's like, "Well, you know, I'm coming toward the end of my, you know, tour. You know, some of the tournaments I'm not even going to be to play in because he wasn't even qualified to play yeah, in some of like stuff. 230th in the world or something, right?" And he said, uh, and at one point, straight out of Tony Spratt, he says, "You know, we are running a business here." <laughs> 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 he, he said, we, you know, we're all wow. independent contractors. We're running the business here. Yeah. You know? True. And, and he's mean, not wrong. He's exactly. Not, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. You know and again, well, somebody P- will offer me somebody to leave the company I work for. Mm-hmm. Hell yeah. <laughs> and again, well, again, in the PGA Tour, you know, they aren't necessarily, you know, racing hell because of, you know, morality. It's because of competition yeah. and loyalty. Yeah. For we want to keep want to so. keep our guys in our in our thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Yes. Our commodity. Basically yep. what they're trying mm-hmm. to do. Basically. All right, guys. So we got some more. We'll have some more stuff to talk about next week. Uh, we've got this uh, game recognizing game scenario mm-hmm. that Vern has worked up. We'll get to that. Also, Manny and I walked down holes at Sligo. Uh, uh, had a great time. I'll talk about that uh, the next time. All right, guys. It's Golf DMV. We'll be back uh, next week. Hey, everybody, it's Claude from Golf DMV. Shout out to our sponsor, Cache Spine Sports. Listen, you know the back's got to be right. The neck's got to be right if you want to play your best when it comes to golf. And not just golf, if you just want great quality of life in general. Back issues are tough. Neck issues are tough. I don't know anything about it personally. LB does. He's a lot older than I am. But I imagine somewhere down the line, I'm going to need some help with the back and with the neck. LB talks all the time about a quick visit to Dr. Smith gets him right. And if you need to get right, get that back, get that neck straight with Dr. Smith, the official chiropractor of Golf DMV. Again, conveniently located right off the Capitol Beltway, New Hampshire Avenue in Silver Spring, Maryland. Again, that's Cache Spine Sports. You can learn more at our website, Golf DMV dot com.